This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Suicide Supporting the Aftermath is proudly brought to you with funding supplied by the Lions Club of Napier Host. Tell me what does it look like in heaven? You're listening to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawke's Bay. This is a program called Suicide, supporting the aftermath. And it's my pleasure to have in the studio Warren Brown from Staros. And we've just cured all the ills of New Zealand before we came to it. Hey, you Warren? I'm great, thanks, Ken. <laughs> I, I always enjoy that, that, that preamble the, before the we start. show talk, <laughs> yeah. I know. There's just so much weird stuff going on in the world. and uh, yeah, Which is probably a, a good segue into what I wanted to talk to you about today, that some of the risk factors uh, around suicide... So I've I've got some stats on like you know I'll get you to have a bit of a chin wag with me about them, but before we get to those, just remind our listeners what Staros is all about. Yeah, sure. Staros is a, a local not for profit charitable trust here in the Hawkes Bay. Uh, we started off as a support group back in March two thousand and twelve to support people bereaved by suicide. And about four years ago, we became a trust, and the trust allows us to. As well as keep supporting people, which we'll always do, allows us to sort of promote the other side of it, you know, around well-being and yes, indeed. and you know, general looking after each other within the community, really. Yeah, and sadly, the great thing about you and uh, Sandra is that you actually walk the walk and talk the talk because you are directly, um, you know, you've had someone in your family commit suicide, so you know, you, you know, you're the real oil. Well, unfortunately, yes, yes. yes that, that's correct, and and all of us on the trust have actually lost someone to suicide. Yes, obviously, we have a, all have a vested interest in this topic and and around this whole space. Really, is you know, it's it's as well as supporting people. It is about you know that that community wellness and and just people looking after themselves and looking after each other. Really, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. And as you've said many times, everyone's uh, journey is different, but you have been on a journey that is very similar to the journey that they are going through. That's right, yeah. yeah. We, we have an understanding of what others go through. Obviously, grief is very personal, very individual. Um, we don't know their grief. We don't, we don't say that we do either. We, we just have an understanding. And when people meet us, say they know that. They know we have an understanding of what they're going through because we, they know what we've been through. What are some of the common uh, questions that they may, might ask of you when they turn up? I mean, like, like to say, oh, how long should it take me to get over this? Or is there a, is there a sort of a common theme to what people ask in the first I, instance? I, I think initially you, you get a few of those. Yeah. yeah. And that, that's quite, un, quite an understandable yes. question, isn't it? You want to know how long you're going to feel like this. Yeah. Because all of a sudden your life's turned to dust and and you just, you know, how long am I going to be scratching around in this dust? Yeah, you know, how long's a bit of string, I suppose. The that, that's that's exactly right. And and honestly, we you know we never say how long it's going to be because we don't know how long it's going to be. You know, again, you know, it's that individual thing. But what we can tell them is, you know, we can tell our stories. Yeah, you know, and they can ask questions about, you know, what we've did at certain times and how things are going for us. Mm. Anyway, before we got here, I was just having a bit of a bit of a look at some uh, interesting statistics, and I was surprised to learn. And I hadn't in all the time that we've spoken, I've never come across this stat, but it applies to right here in New Zealand. And uh, you're probably aware of it that one in twenty people have thought about suicide 
in the last two weeks. Then yeah, that would be every two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's interesting. That's staggering. Isn't it? Oh, yeah, I mean, is it is that a, a reflection of where we are at the moment, or where where society is in you know the last yeah. ten years or whatever? I don't, I don't know. It's, I mean, if if you'd asked me that twenty years ago, I'd I wouldn't even know what you're talking about. No, but and when we consider how many people last year that we know of uh, committed suicide. A lot of those one in twenty took the plunge. Unfortunately, so yeah, and and, and I suppose it's is it is it a is it because that it's talked about more as well? Mm. So people are actually thinking, well, hang on a minute, I, I might have had these thoughts and things yeah. like that, where previously you wouldn't even bring it up. No. It's one of the things you just don't talk about. Well, that's right. I mean, talking about it more, which is great. Yeah, um, but you know, previously. And that, that has been a lot of the problem. We, we, we just haven't even broached it. Now, I did know this next stat, but I wonder why. I wonder if uh, because of the role that you have with Staros, you might have a better ind- indication of why this is. But we have one of the highest youth suicide rates in the OECD. What do you put that down to? Have you, have you come across any stats in your long journey with Staros? Oh, that's the one they always chuck out. Yeah. You know, I mean, as, far, as long as I've been involved with that's. That's been one that's always been there. We've always had the, one of the highest stats for that that group of people. Mm. Uh, that in itself is scary. Yeah, I mean, is what, 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 what our, you know, what does that say about what is it? What we, how we're bringing our kids up, what we're teaching our kids, yeah. um, or is it more about uh, where we are as a society? Is there rhyme or reason to it? Have they put that statistic in a box and said this is the reason? Oh, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm I'm not heavily into the stats or the research mm. uh, because for me it's right across the board. And you know, we we hear people every day, well, not every day, but all the time that are, you know, it could be 15 year old, it could be a 30 year old, it yeah. could be an 80 year old, and and each one of those is is tragic in its own right. And and for me, all I think about is is the people around those people and and what they go through. Here's a couple of other interesting ones. That, uh, gender identity. There is evidence that uh, people who do not identify with uh, the gender they were assigned with at birth, they are at a higher risk of suicide. Yeah, well, I know the stats are up for you know LGBTI yeah. and all that sort of thing. And and I suppose there's a lot of pressure on those those people. Mm. Um, the, the, you know they've. Not only struggling with what they're doing, you know, where they are themselves, but where society puts them. Yeah. And and again, it's that that societal influence has a has a huge effect on us. And you know, I don't care where you are, you're still going to get that those people who are going to throw mud at, you know, especially groups like that who they consider a weak. Yeah. Although I was just about to mention to you that with the amount of um, acceptance. Or supposed acceptance in our society of uh, that group of people, you'd like to think that we've come of age. You know, we're not we're not fifty years ago where uh, you know you dare come out of the closet almost because people would uh, you know, you'd, you'd be bashed, wouldn't you? But oh, you, that's right. Uh, but that's the leaking. I mean, as, as much as we believe. want to believe that yes. it's not not like that, you're still you, you're never going to change. Every you know, nobody's ever going to be the same. No. So you're always going to get the bashers, you're always going to get the rock throwers and always going to get the ones who just chuck off and say, nah, 
you know, harden up, get over it, mm. you know. It's hard to believe. Yeah, yeah, I know. And that's, yeah, unfortunately it's where we are. Another worrying stat is that ethnicity in New Zealand, Māori are more likely to die by suicide than uh, non-Māori. Is this something you've come across? Oh, if you read the stats, I suppose. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, again, I mean, you, 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 you're not talking to the head stats of the stats yeah, fella in the, in the yeah. country. I mean, as I always say, as I've said before, it's you know, it's it's one person, and and when one person dies by suicide, that's that's a traumatic event, and and the the ongoing effect on those left behind is is awful. So, yeah, that that could be true, and it, we do know that you know how people get to that stage is influenced by your how you're brought up. Your, you know what society you're in, your culture, I mean, what you believe in, all those sort of yeah. things have an influence on on getting to that that lowest of the low. Now, I know that you've uh, over the I think we've been doing this for about eight years, and I know that uh, you have a, an opinion which is to the contrary of what I'm about to say to you. That um, one of the risk factors that they say um, might or might. Uh, um, maybe get to thinking about suicide. It's being exposed to media reporting, depictions, portrayal of suicide. And uh, I know we've talked about a film that did the rounds a few years ago. What was the name of the film? Uh, it's about something 13 or... Oh, uh, 13 Reasons Why. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I know that uh, some people say, oh, no, don't go and see that because it might, you, might, you might get the wrong idea. You might, you might want to go and commit suicide. But I know that, for instance, that you like the idea of bringing suicide to the front. You know, get talking about it. It is out there. Let's 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 acknowledge that it's out there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. In, in my opinion, I like I like the series. I've seen all three series. There's three series now. Yeah, I've seen all three of them. The only part I didn't like was when they actually showed the the the, uh, the suicide in the first in the first series. Mm. I didn't agree with that. Apart from that, it was all about you know. I found it about kids telling their story about the effects that they were having on each other, and and you know how they how they treated each other, um, how they made you know things uncomfortable for each other, and and all that sort of stuff coming together, and and having those things like you know like uh, bullying and beating and and, and suicide. Mm. So yeah, I, I found it quite interesting, and I don't know. I, it, it's all very well saying you know trigger warning, don't watch this and yeah. all this sort of thing, and it's it's. But yeah, and I mean you you talk about um, media and stuff like that, and yeah, don't agree with them um, reporting on how it was done or the sure. method and all that sort of thing. I'd, but it's also you know it, it's got to a stage where it's just you know skimming the edges now. Yeah. I mean they they now call it what do they call it suspected suicide when it before that it was. Uh, what they call it, unexplained events or something, yeah. unexplained something like that. Yeah. They're sort of softening it off, aren't they? Rather than, why don't you just say suicide? Yeah, well, I know, and you know, like outfits like the states, you know, they say they report a suspected suicide, and the next day, it's the coroner said it's a suicide. Mm, so, yeah. uh, the way they have it now is that the coroner still is still the only one who can report us, you know, mm. can, can say it was a suicide. Mm. But where previously we had to wait twelve months before that was released in the stats, now we got to wait three years. So now it's a suspected suicide um, until 
um, coroner says so. Until, yeah, that's right, until the coroner says so, which is three years afterwards, yeah. Just wanted to take back to uh, the movies, and uh, you know we don't want to expose people to movies like that, or talk about suicide, or read about suicide. Um, in your experience, are copycat suicides the exception to the rule, or are they part of the norm these days? Oh, I think yeah. I mean, copycat's one of those things that's thrown around as well, isn't it? Yes. I, mean, I mean, I know all the terms. Don't yeah, worry. yeah. You're a legend, mate. <laughs> yeah, you're picking yeah. out the right stuff. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, copycat was thrown around when they they said, "Well, don't go and watch um, Suicide: The Ripple Effect." Yeah, because people all um, you know copy what uh, Kevin Hines did and jump off the bridge and mm. and things like that. Well, the film wasn't actually about him you know, f- physically jumping off the bridge. It was about how he got there and you know what happened to his him journey afterwards. To it, yeah. His journey to it, yeah. And so, I mean. We're really big on storytelling. I mean, we believe storytelling is one of our greatest gifts because yes. it allows us to express ourselves and it allows others to hear similarities in where they are as well, which which could be helpful for them. One of the great stories, of course, is uh, Rob McCarraca, isn't it? Absolutely. You yeah. know, uh, death by cop. And uh, I think in this day and age we could safely say that uh, Rob is pleased that he failed. Absolutely. Because uh, whatever darkness he was in, um, and he was prepared to suffer the consequence of standing up to those cops when they shot him, he thought he was going to die. But then he's reflected and think, wow. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Rob's story is very powerful. Yes. Uh, and if you haven't seen it and you get the opportunity, which you will again once we're yes. allowed to do events or good events, then uh, uh, pop along and see him because his story just... You know, it's it's a story of where he was, how he got there, and it's yeah, sure. It, each of these things, you know, each of these tragic events have a have a have a point in time. Like for Rob when he was shot, mm. uh, for Kevin when he t- jumped off the bridge. I mean, for when my son died. But it's that point in time. Mm. It doesn't define them as a person or no, define them, their life at all. It, it's it's all that stuff that happens before and everything that happens afterwards, to me, is what it's important. Yeah, it's that build-up, isn't it? Yeah. And if only you knew, if only people would talk about it, they might not even know on the day themselves. No, that's right. It's just spur of the moment, that's it, had enough. That's right. And, it, yeah, we always say, you know, people should talk about it, and I agree with that. But a, a lot of people won't. No. A lot of people won't talk. They They'll, they'll bottle it up and... Yeah, I mean... Who wants to, though? You didn't talk about it before your son committed suicide, did you? Well, no, I'd, I'd never never been in my life. No, I mean, never, never even crossed my crossed my threshold or anything. Um, I, I couldn't tell you anyone that I knew mm. or that I was even familiar with who died by suicide before yeah. my son died. I knew two or three people who committed suicide, and my, my brother's wife, uh, she committed suicide. But apart from that... Ex- that particular instance, which was really close to me, uh, and I do know a couple of other people who were acquaintances of mine who uh, killed themselves, but suicide to me was a yearly number. You saw it in the paper, wow, did you know that 385 people killed themselves this year? And then next year, wow, 400 people killed themselves this year. And then it became fish and chip paper, really. Yeah. And it's not until I met you that you know, I thought about it a lot. And uh, you know, we, we now talk about it a lot, between myself and my peers and people come from work and 
But how do you get it out there so people are starting to talk about it? And that's that's great. It's great you do that. And and for us, that's about that's what we want to do. We we want that that's that societal change we're looking for mm. because it ain't going to happen overnight. No, it's taking generations to get here. No, so it's not going to happen overnight. So, but the more of us that are doing this, you know, the more it will happen. Yeah. So it's 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 you know it's the same as anything change. Takes time, eh? Yeah, and you know, good change will take it even longer. And I suppose unless it affects you directly, then there is no reason to give it any thought. It's just like you, you know, you hear about the war in Afghanistan, or uh, the, you know, how the, the rights of people are taken away in other countries. It doesn't affect you directly, so you pay lip service to it, and you don't think about it tomorrow. Oh, you're right. You're right because you know we we think, oh, that's terrible because yeah. you know anyone with a um, a key bone and you know within yeah. them is gonna is gonna think about those horrible things and you know how difficult it is for people, but you're right. Until it's in your face, yeah. Um, the effects on you personally are not as not as drastic because you can w- always walk yeah. away from yeah, that. That's right. We live in a paradise here. Yeah. Now, three to f- uh, men are three to four times more likely to die by suicide than women. Why is that? Unfortunately, so yeah. Um, I mean, that's the stats will. As long as I've been reading the stats, that's been yeah. very, very much the same. Somebody put that down to that. Oh, I mean, I, I, I guess women have the same problems. Some of the problems that I've got here, for instance, is uh, experience of mental illness, depression, anxiety, substance abuse, feeling hopeless, relationship breakdowns, uh, losing status, unemployment, loneliness. Those sh- must surely apply to women as, as, as much as they apply to men. Oh, I'm sure they do. Yeah, they do. Well, we know they do. Yeah, that's right. Um, uh, I don't know. I, Women are probably better communicators. Sometimes. Yeah. Well, outwardly, anyway. Yeah. They're well, we said to, that before, haven't yeah. we? That women tend to talk to each other about their problems. Well, and we don't. Well, that historically we haven't. No, absolutely yeah. not. What's the answer to that? Piece of string. <laughs> yeah, uh, how long? Yeah, I, I wish I knew that one as well, Ken. I mean, yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be great? It would be great. Yeah. But we don't see any light at the end of the tunnel, either, do we? Oh, I think there is a light. Yeah, absolutely. We, we we always see hope. There, yeah. There's definitely hope. I mean, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing if I didn't see hope every day. Yeah. Yeah. That hope's probably a generation away, though, isn't it? It's a gen because you mentioned before that you know generations of generations have had the same attitude, and uh, it is a generational change. But it has to. From my point of view, what do I know? Um, I don't see it changing much for another generation because. Yeah, we haven't changed much. Yeah, well, yeah, and you're and you're right. Yeah, I, I agree with you. But um, I live in a positive. You know, I live look at life through a positive lens. Yes, you I do. Mean, and, and I always believe there is there is hope. There is something to look forward to, because we keep looking backwards, and that's quite a yeah. dark dark place to look there. So, my daughter had a saying which I've used ever since she gave it to me. I almost punched it. She says, yeah, never look back, you're not going that way. That's right. And, yeah. and that is so easy to say, though, isn't it? But the trouble is that stuff gets inside your head. Yeah, because back has a lot of big influence on what happens. Yeah, that's right. We've all had a bit of a black dog on our back. It's just how you how you get rid of that black but, dog. Uh, yeah, I, I tend to look at it as, again, in that positive manner, is that we can't change what's happened. But everything that has happened plays a part in what happens next. So we use that positively and say, yep, is that a learning that I've just had then? Yes. Well, I tried to think of it as a learning because, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a simple guy, but I, I think I'm not, 
I won't do too too many things the same you know, <laughs> stupidly twice, two or three times in a row. But yeah. I wonder if we went outside this room right now and talked to some men in the street or even to women in the street and said to them, do you know what is significant about November in New Zealand? I wonder if they would be able to tell us that November is uh, an awareness of men's mental health. Mm. I bet you, I don't want to bet too much because I have been known to be wrong, I bet you not many men or women would say, this, oh, it's, a, it's about an awareness for men's mental health, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's Movember and yeah. um, but pros- it prostate be, cancer and stuff like that. It yeah. seems to be that we haven't heard about it much this year. Is it just me or we haven't heard much about no, it? No, you're, you're right there. We didn't hear World Suicide Prevention Day in September yeah. either. Or we didn't That's hear right. anything about that either because some other thing was in the way. But <laughs> it was taking, taking precedence. But. but possibly some of the things that we're talking about today have been exacerbated by COVID. I mean, oh, you know, people locked up and fear of hopelessness or, you know, substance abuse, relationship breakdowns, all brought on by COVID, which then add to the risk, add to the risk factors of suicide. Absolutely. I and mean, it's, it's more stress, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, we, we, we can't have control over a lot of what is happening, which is, is quite unnerving. Mm. Um, again, for me, I look at it, well, I can't control it, but I can control how I react to that. Yeah. So, and if I keep reacting in a positive way, then for me and for the people around me, that's going to help. You're very much aware of it, though, aren't you, because of uh, where you've been? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And not many people have been where you've been? Uh, yeah. When, when you, unfortunately, there are a lot of people who have been where I've been, and, yeah. and that's, that's the scary part, yeah. Because, I mean, you can't. Can't put a number on how many people are affected when someone no, dies. It's got that ripple effect, like you mentioned earlier. You know, it's sort right. of if you think one family, but it's that you know, it's family, it's nannies and granddads and yeah, uncles and, and aunties, friends, and school workmates, kids and, yeah, colleagues, right. those sort of things. All right, we're just about out of time. Can you believe it? Where did that twenty-five minutes go? Just remind the listeners, we need some help. How do we get it? Yeah, you can uh, call me on 027-286-4071. My colleague Sandra on 027-684-3033, or get us on Facebook or. Look up our website. You've got some rooms that we can come visit now, though, during the week. Yeah, yeah, we've got uh, we've got a shared office space down uh, Queen Street, Eastern Hastings. Uh, we share that with Acorn Project, another great local charity, and Child Cancer Foundation, also another great ch- charity. Good on you, Warren. As always, my pleasure. You look after yourself, and we'll talk to you same time, same place next time. Always a pleasure. Thanks, Ken.
This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.